It's time for The Bright Side, a coaching radio show for changemakers, the organizations and positive leaders creating positive change in the world. The Bright Side is sponsored by P-Link Leadership. At P-Link Leadership, we have one big goal, to accelerate positive change. It's all based on fusing the sciences of human nature with the discipline of leadership to transform the world at work, or as we call it, accelerating positive change in a big way. And now as your host, Alexis Robin, Chief Experience Officer and Co-Founder of P-Link Leadership, I'm here to bring you 10 minutes of insight, theory, and actionable tips to support you on your journey of becoming the best version of yourself. Years ago, in fact, gosh, over 21 years ago, I was working for Marriott and helped to open up the lodge at Sonoma in California. And at the end of my time, after a couple of weeks of getting the property ready for its first big conference, I was treated to a massage in the brand new spa. I think honestly, they were just trying to practice and get ready for real guests, uh, but it was sure nice. And when I left, I went into the spa gift shop and I was looking for a little token to bring home from my time. And I found this metal paperweight that's rectangular and stamped into the metal was a question. What would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail? This struck me and I thought, wow, like that is a powerful question. And this is long before I was ever a coach. Um, I think I was a mentor to a lot of people in my organization. So probably informally coaching, but um, didn't have any coach training, but boy, did I know a powerful question when I saw it. And so I bought the paperweight and I brought it home and I spent a couple of weeks just thinking about it. What would I do if I knew I couldn't fail? And then I tried a few things on and I thought, oh, those are kind of lame, like not really great ideas. And, and then I came to it and I thought, okay, there's two things I would do if I knew I couldn't fail. Number one is I would go live in Europe. And this is in my twenties. I never went to live abroad or study abroad in college. And it was a huge regret that I had had. I'd wanted to do semester at sea, but it was too expensive. And so I ended up just not doing a study abroad program. And I just, I really had loved traveling in Europe and wished I had lived over there for some amount of time, but I was already 26 years old at the time and didn't, um, you know, wasn't really sure how to go about doing that as an adult. Plus I had a really great job. I was climbing the corporate ladder at Marriott. I loved my colleagues. I loved my boss, like all these great things. And, and I even loved the people I managed. So, um, so I thought, well, I'd, I'd live in Europe and that feels pretty brave considering I'd have to take a leave of absence, not have any guarantee that I'd have a job when I come back. And it's probably going to cost a lot of money and I'll be all alone over there. But I thought, whatever, I just, my heart wanted to do it. So, um, that was the first thing. And then the second thing that came up was that I would have a long, happy, healthy marriage, which obviously involves another person, which at the time I was very single and (laughs) could not, uh, could not make that happen. So I thought easier to go to Europe and, uh, to live first. This is Alexis Robin with the bright side. And today we are talking about taking a leap of faith. So this was my leap of faith. I decided that I was going to ask for a leave of absence. I was going to walk away from this wonderful job that I had, and I was going to go to Europe and I moved 
over there right after actually September 11th. So it was almost like, so I moved, I flew out on September 23rd. There was barely anyone in the airports. Hardly anyone was traveling at that point. This was September 11th, 2001. So right after the Twin Towers had fallen. And it was almost like the universe was testing me. Like, how bad do you want this? Do you really want to go move to Europe? Are you sure? Because this thing just happened. And so I had to take a second leap of faith to go anyway, despite what was happening in the world. So I went over there and I had the most amazing time. And the funny thing that happened is that while I was there, I ended up meeting my now husband of 20 plus years and living happily long, healthy marriage, like I originally, um, had thought about as the answer to that question, what would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail? And I learned a couple of things from that. Number one is that if there's something on your heart that is calling you to do it, that you should follow that. And sometimes it feels super scary and irresponsible and unrealistic, but the reality is that it's some kind of universal force pulling you in the direction that you're meant to go. And so you should follow that. The second thing I learned is that there's really not a ton of horrible things that can happen when you take a leap of faith. You can lose money. You might offend some people at your work. You might offend some friends who thought you were going to be their roommates forever. Um, But the ability to bounce back from a lot of things is pretty high. And in fact, in other times in my life, I've taken a series of leaps of faith. If I look back, I have a life peppered with them. When I left my high school and all my friends to move to a new high school to be closer to my house and where I lived uh, for the first time in my educational life. Uh, When my husband and I got married and quit our jobs, our great jobs in San Diego and drove to Tahoe in a U-Haul with nothing except for our stuff. No house, no job, no friends, no family. We just had the opportunity to stay in my friend Wendy's cabin in, uh, in Strawberry. So very lucky, very fortunate that we had that opportunity. This has continued over time. I've taken multiple leaps of faith and they have all ended up working out great. Uh, leaving my corporate job to become a coach was another one. Uh, leaving this great salary and and steady pay to open my own business and and then eventually go into business with my friend Gretchen uh, and my friends at P Link Leadership and so throughout my lifetime I have followed this pattern and I can tell you that the best advice I ever got was from a mentor of mine who said you know, if it doesn't work out with the coaching thing, this was right when I was thinking about leaving my job and becoming a coach full-time. She said, there's always going to be some company who's willing to pay you less than you deserve and work you a little harder than they should or than you want to be worked. And I thought, you're right. Like the biggest risk of doing this leap of faith is potentially having to get a job that is not my favorite in the future. And that maybe doesn't pay as much as I have now, but I'm not going to live under a bridge and I'm not going to, you know, lose the respect of all my friends and family, at least not the ones who really love me and, and know to trust me and, and that allow me to trust myself. And so, um, 
I've, I've held on to that for years and I just, um, have challenged myself. So if you are somebody who is wanting to take a leap of faith, let's talk about why people don't, why do they hold themselves back? Well, fear of failure, number one, right? This question wouldn't be powerful if it said, what would you attempt to do if you knew you couldn't fail? Um, we hold ourselves back because we're afraid. We're afraid to lose money. We're afraid of all the things that could happen. We're afraid our reputation could be damaged. Um, we're afraid it's going to be hard. And um, there's a lot of reasons. But what what do you want to do about it? Like if this if if something's calling to you, and you want to lean into that, I recommend identifying, getting really clear. Like what do you really want to do? identify what you want to do. Do you want to change departments? Do you want to change companies? Do you want to reach out to an ideal client that you've been dying to work with, but just too afraid to ask? Do you want to ask one of your friends who's the muckety muck at some big corporation if they need your services? Do you want to suggest a new project to leadership, but maybe you're a couple of rungs down on the leadership ladder and, and you're nervous about that, or you're not sure how they'll, what they'll think about it. Maybe you want to start your own business. Any of these things are possible, but first you have to identify what you really, really want. Once you've identified it, I personally appreciate the practice of going through a worst case scenario test. What is the very, very worst thing that could happen to me in this moment? And then check yourself. You know, is that, could that really happen? Is that something I could survive? Am I going to lose everything? Um, well, maybe I'm not willing to lose everything. Okay. So what could you do to get a little closer? Um, is it true that you could lose everything? If it is, all right, well, that's, you know, might be a big risk versus a leap of faith. But if it's true that you might lose something, but not everything, that's a little different. So you want to, you kind of want to go this worst possible scenario and very conservative scenarios. And then, uh, and then you want to check yourself. Then once you've got this figured out, you know what you want to do, you know, you can survive even the worst case scenario. Um, even if it's a little uncomfortable or undesirable, then set a leap date. And this can be really helpful when I was going to go and to coaching full-time, uh, I told my husband, you have to hold me accountable to this date. If I have not quit my job by this date, you have to hold me accountable. And sure enough, you know, eight days before the looming date that my husband was going to march me to the phone, I called my boss in San Francisco and said, Hey Scott, I am going to put in my notice because I'm going to coach full-time. And that was hard because I was leaving this really well-paid job again to, um, to do something on my own, but I, my heart called me to it. And so, um, if you set a date and then you tell somebody and have them hold you accountable, that will really be helpful. Now, maybe you're not quite ready to take the full blown leap. Maybe there are things going on in your life that won't allow you to take the full blown leap. It might be something, an agreement with your spouse that you're going to continue to stay in a job because the family needs benefits, or it might be that you haven't really figured out your project that you want to pitch to leadership yet, or your new role that you want to pitch to leadership. And so you're not ready to share it. But that's okay. Um, you don't have to go, you know, throwing yourselves into a leap of faith every other day, but you can take a hop of faith and a hop of faith is just a tiny, bold move towards your future. It's a tiny, bold move that gets you a little closer. Maybe it's about just 
dreaming and scheming and visualizing about what it can be. Maybe it's being willing to hope for something, even though you've had to grieve a lot of loss in the past. And so if you're not ready for the leap, take the hop and let it be tiny, but let it be bold. And this will get you on your way. But what I encourage you not to do is to never try because when we never try, we've already failed. There's no chance of success. There's no faith in that. And you deserve to believe in yourself and what it is that's calling your heart. This is Alexis Robin with The Bright Side. Thank you for tuning in today. And I encourage you to come check out our website at plinkleadership.com. If you are a leader who is working on building up your positive leadership, your leadership effectiveness, you want some support, check out our leadership community, P-Link Leadership Community. It's awesome. You can find it on our website and uh, you can become a member for a really affordable price um, monthly or annually and get access to all that great development that maybe you aren't getting at work or maybe you want on top of what you're already getting at work. Um, Thanks so much. We'll talk to you next time on The Bright Side. This is Alexis Robin. Have a great week.